on the campaign trail and back on the mic, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother, Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point and beyond. Tackling the difficult topics facing our nation, they're on a mission to save the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And you're, you're in, in the, the hunt. hunt. Well, let's try this again. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. So, first of all, you're looking good. Don't feel the best. Don't feel the best. I got it's not it's not COVID. Yeah. You know, there's, there's other things. There's I, other, I've gotten other tested. ailments. There's other things that are out there. So I just don't feel the best at all. But, but, we're here. In the words of Deion Sanders, if you look good. You play good. Yeah. If you play good, they pay good. <laughs> I feel like he belongs in a pantheon with like Socrates and, <laughs> and Yogi Berra. <laughs> and Deion Sanders. And Deion Sanders. <laughs> so one story I have to tell about our wonderful trip to Tampa Bay last weekend. Got to go see Tom Brady throw his 600th career amazing, touchdown pass. Amazing, amazing, it's an amazing. It's amazing time. Amazing and weekend. One of the things that we talked about the previous week, we talked about us scheduling travel, and when we schedule travel together, how it becomes a very laissez-faire type of thing. Well, one of the things that we discussed was, as long as I have a cell phone and a credit card, I'm not concerned, right? right? So I wake up in the morning to get to go to the airport. Because I knew I wasn't going to work out the next day, I decided to take a really long run. So I get out, I'm running, it's very dark outside, daylight savings, which I can't stand. I don't know why we still do daylight savings. Another conversation for another day. But I'm out running, and when you run in the dark, you get really keen to pay attention to things that are 10 to 15 feet away. Because if it's anything that's bigger than your hand and it's not moving, it could be any type of critter, right? I mean, I've run up on smaller alligators, possums, all sorts of stuff, and I try to stay away from those things. So I get closer and closer, and I see this thing that's probably the, the size of a small cat. So I'm running, running, and it's not moving. I start to get concerned at this point. Okay, this thing is not moving. I'm getting closer to it. I'm getting closer to it. And then I see that it is black with a thick white stripe down its back because I have just run upon a skunk. So when I see how close I am so to So you run upon your kinfolk. <laughs> No. You dirty little you dirty skunk. skunk. <laughs> so, dirty, nasty skunk. He'd look at you and he'd say, hey, Rendon, how are hey, you? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen you in the neighborhood in a while. <laughs> the family is this weekend. <laughs> if he's my kinfolk, guess who else's kinfolk skunk. he is? It's not mine. It's not how that works. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Via the transitive property that I'm talking about, it's not, <laughs> it's not how that works. It's not how that works. Just you. <laughs> so I, I, I get fairly close to this thing, realize that it's a skunk, and the grass is wet because it's early in the morning, and I pivot very quickly, and I slip on the grass. I'm trying to hold my cell phone up, but it gets caught in the wet grass, and as this is all happening, there's this spray that comes out, okay? I get up, I sprint away from this thing, and I smell my shirt. And you're like, I put that on every day before I leave the house. That's my cologne. <laughs> Is this Tom Ford? Oude <laughs> 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 Puffle. 
<laughs> Not le, a goût de toilette. <laughs> oui. <laughs> so, I this is in the beginning of, of an eight-mile run. This is probably mile one in an eight-mile run. So I'm running for the rest of this, and I'm, like, smelling my shirt, and I'm like, this is horrible. How... You know, what do I got to do? At this point, too, I have a very early flight. So I'm like, okay, if I get home, how many showers am I going to have to take? Very disturbed by this whole thing. This has never happened to me before. I get back home, take a couple showers. Uh, I believe that the smell has gone away. And we proceed. We meet up in, in Tampa Bay because we were on different flights because you don't fly Southwest. <laughs> We're not talking, we, about, we're not talking about that. We're not going to do that. We meet up. In, we meet up in Tampa Bay, and we get <laughs> move on. Yeah, move on. We get ourselves situated, and everything, and I'm in the hotel. We're in the hotel room, and I go to the bathroom before you and I were going to go out and grab some food, and I leave the bathroom, and this is before I've told you this whole story, and you're like, "Hey, man, I, I, I'm kind of concerned. I have a question to ask you." <laughs> like, what are you concerned about? Why do you have a question to ask me? Man, have you been smoking weed? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> like, wait, so would I just go in the bathroom and smoke weed and walk out? That's a really weird question see, to ask smelled, me. See, it smelled skunky. Why, <laughs> it's why, reasonable. Would, why would you ask me that? Totally reasonable. <laughs> and I told you the story, and then I'm trying to figure out, well, what does that smell? Come to see, it was my necklace. Because I had taken everything off and all that, and my necklace had this weird, <laughs> skunky smell. And in the process of this, with my phone getting... You started smelling everything. <laughs> I just started smelling. You just started smelling everything. <laughs> and, and in the process of this, when I slipped, my phone got water in the charging port, which then my charging port stopped working, so story full circle, all of a sudden I'm calling you and I'm thinking, okay, all I needed was a cell phone and a credit card, and I don't have a cell phone anymore because I can't charge it. Ended up getting that situation taken care of, but it was a rough start to what ended up being Amazing a, 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 a glorious weekend. It was a fantastic weekend. Yes, our host was comp absolutely gracious. Yes. Best time at a game I've ever had, yes. and I will forever be indebted for, for an, a fantastically amazing experience absolutely and speaking of sports there's something that i don't know if you've been following this or not wesley and every now and then you our listener sees us do this sometimes we like to read things to catch the other one off guard if they haven't been following it so here's something i wanted to bring oh. to your attention it's sports related so the naacp i i, I don't know i have not heard this yet so I'm, yes. so I'm concerned. So glad you haven't heard this. <laughs> I have not heard the so story So glad yet. you haven't heard this. Okay. The NAACP, which, oh, by the way, before I even read this, of all of the organizations. Colored people. Possibly in the world, the NAACP has fallen from grace worse than all of them. Right? Yes. They are the, the Roman empire of progressive organizations. But do this, is this, it still stands for colored people, For correct? colored people. That, right? That's actually what the, the CP and the NAACP stands for. Yes. Now, I get it. When it At the time, that was acceptable. But, I mean, if we're talking about the Washington football team. Times have changed. 
it used to, it used to refer to this organization as blah blah blah. Advanced National Association of Advancement for Colored People. Like guys, we need to get up to speed. And not not only that, would I say that, but it's also this idea of this is an organization that in the fifties and sixties did a tremendous amount for black people in America, a tremendous amount. And over kind of the 90s and on. Victim mentality, man. All they've gone back to victim, is the victim, 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 victim mentality, victim. man. What a, what a fall from grace for an organization that has done so much to improve oh. the livelihood oh. and lifestyle of Probably blacks Probably wouldn't be sitting here without them, actually. No, no. And they never, they never got Martin Luther King's dream, and that is... <laughs> We figure we're actually kind of figured it out in this country. Yes, and how can we think about progressing and upholding, and upholding rather than not always being victims? This is why we're here. All that to say, so the NAACP calls on athletes not to sign with Texas teams due to recent legislation. Oh, wait, are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. No, you're serious. I'm dead serious. When did this come out? So this came out yesterday. The NAACP sent a letter to the Players Association in five professional sports Thursday asking players to reconsider signing with teams in Texas because of recent laws passed. <laughs> the two-page letter signed by NAACP President and CEO Derek oh Johnson that was sent to the MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, and WNBA Players Associations um, points to the organization's recent laws, the state's law, recent laws on abortion, Voting rights and mass mandates. What does that and have I to do? Quote, and I quote from what they said: Over the past few months, legislatures in Texas have passed archaic policies disguised as laws that directly violate privacy rights and a woman's freedom to choose, restrict access to free and fair elections for Black and Brown voters, and increase the risk of contracting the coronavirus. So this is the letter that the the NAACP has sent to. Teams such as the Houston Astros, Texas Rangers, the Houston Rockets, there's the Dallas so much Mavericks, to, there's the so San Antonio much to say Spurs. Here that I don't even know where to begin. I have a place to begin for you. I don't even know where to start. I have a place to begin. How about the NAACP? <laughs> have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> In fact, if I didn't have an army, <laughs> I would I'd shut <laughs> like, like, How about the NAACP spend their time, effort, and bandwidth Focusing on things that are actually going to help progress black people in America mm -hmm. rather than spending their time on uber political attacks to professional sports teams. Do you have any idea how many millionaires professional sports meant every single year? So if you really black millionaires. So if you're really trying to help out black people and, there, and here's an avenue that literally gets people generational wealth with a snap of a finger within one day, and you want to remove that from the black community, and then you want to sit around and tell me that you're, that you're pro-colored people? That's see, that's ridiculous. So this stuff falls on its head. Yeah, and, let, and let's talk about even the reasons why, why they have cited, okay? Okay, and we can go through them one by one. First would be the mask mandate that we are putting people unnecessarily at risk by a mask mandate. Let me tell you what. Walk around Houston. Yeah, There's that. a lot of black people in black communities who have decided that they don't want to wear masks either. So this idea that it, it's a black thing, that we think that the vaccinations work and don't, that's a ridiculous Brendan, idea. I don't have a mask anymore. I haven't worn a mask in Houston in months. 
the only time I've worn a mask is on the airplane. Well, to put that put that in perspective, you have you want to talk about draconian. You have people that are still trying to do mask mandates, and we have not worn masks for months. Well, in the words of Joe Jaquan Biden, must mean you're not black. <laughs> you like that, Jaquan? Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody. Hey, man, if you're not wearing a mask and you don't believe that that that's some that that has something to do, then you ain't black. Did you see? So, did, did you see Al Green? No. Al Green had a Zoom call in his office in Washington on TV a couple of days ago. He had a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't mean to speak ill of my potential future colleague. I, I looked at that. Wesley, <laughs> let me tell you something. In his office, this is, in front of his computer, <laughs> by himself. So, what, 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 to, be, to be fair, Wesley, this is a security briefing that you haven't gotten yet. He's protecting himself from the Zappa variant. See, the Zappa variant can go through the airwaves and the computer and Zoom and Skype. Oh. And so you have to wear a mask so that you can get through the so Zappa, Zappa that's, that's, that's variant. That's what the Zulu that's, variant that, is going to be, that's but what, it's really the Zappa. It's the Zappa variant. So that, that's the first thing. Anyway, is the, so go, go ahead. The mask mandate piece, right? <laughs> and then the second piece is the idea of pro-life legislation. This is not a conversation about pro-choice versus pro-life. But what I do want to highlight for the black community, which is something that that I think is not being talked enough about, because quite frankly, I mean, my views on the subject cannot just be put into one bucket. And that's another that's another conversation on another for another day. OK, but given that, if you look at the viability of a group of people or of a species right now in the United States, our birth rate per couple is about 1.7 children per couple. Mm -hmm. What that tells us is that generation over generation, we don't have a replacement birth rate, yeah. okay? Which means that right. we need more people, and one of the ways you do that is through immigration, but when you think about... <laughs> so this is what the Democrats are trying. This is the justification. So What they're saying is... <laughs> so when, but, when you think, yeah. but when you think about this, Wesley, when you think about we need more people, and, and how do we actually get... Two more people. Um, if you look at, at at where we are, we're going to have to pay money for the next generation Social Security and the next generation's uh, Medicare and all and, and, and all these types of things, right? Medicaid. That, yeah. that, like these are the things that we're going to have to do. So in the Zappa if we're not in the Zappa variant, if we're not able to, as a society, reproduce in a way that's going to make our engines run better, we're in trouble. Okay. So I was thinking about that. In every Western country, by the way is below replacement value for yeah. the amount of children that they're having. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Thinking about that that fact, you know what I started thinking about? And this, this pertains to the broader views of abortion in this country. What I started thinking about is, what about the replacement value for black people? Mm -hmm. Everybody who's talking about black lives matter, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Okay, we were the only demographic in the last decade 
in the city of New York, New York City, the most populous city in this country, there were more black babies aborted I know. than born it's tragic. in New York over the past decade. I know. And it's only for blacks. It's not for Hispanics. It's not for any it's other not demographic. For, it's not for any for whites. It's not for any other demographic. Amen, Rendon. So we as 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 we as a collective NAACP are coming out and saying, look, these are this is a practice that is disproportionately affecting black people and the viability of us being able to grow our wow. own kind. Very good. And once again, this is not a conversation about pro-life, pro-choice. Like, that's not even the conversation I'm having. I'm having the conversation of how can you sit there and say how much black lives matter and how much you care about black people and then wholly support a policy that makes sure that there's not going to be more black people in this country. It's inconsistent. It's inconsistent. My man. And so for the NAACP to My do man. To, to do that and say that, that's their second thing is they're basically saying, hey, and, and and once again, the NAACP wasn't always like this. Jesse Jackson didn't start becoming pro-choice until he ran for president yeah. in 1982. Because before that, he and every everybody else in the black community <coughs> was like, oh my gosh, guys, we can't do this. And once again, this is not about being pro-choice or pro-life, it's about how we think about the policies that we have, how they affect our community, and as a black person who has two very beautiful black children and has 13% of this population, I need some answers as to how this is disproportionately affecting my community and the growth rate that's inherent in my community. Because in two, three, four, five generations, the problem I have is there's going to be less, less of us. And I think that we have a very pronounced and significant and important role in culture, and I don't want to see that anymore. So that's the second thing that I'll say. So what y'all did know is that at the end of this show, Ren is going to announce his candidacy for United States Congress. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. And, and there's that piece for the NAACP. And then we have the, the third piece of it, too. Voter laws. And we've talked about this quite a bit. Yeah. Prove to me why timelines on when people can vote, restrictive voting. Rendon, show me how this, this is, is race racist. related. Require, requiring an In ID, way, no more ballot harvesting, no more 24-hour voting. I need somebody to explain to me, like, 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 I'm, like I'm a child. You can even tell me that this, that makes you a jerk for making this more onerous. And I'd be like, okay. But that's not racist. That's not racist. That's not the place for the National Association for you're the Advancement more of Colored diffi- People to you're, step you're in. Making it, you're making it more difficult to vote. For everybody. Not just for... But no, but, but but then the argument is, is well, it disproportionately impacts those people that don't have fill-in-the-blank, don't have ID, don't have... Wesley, show me the numbers. Rendon, I, because when I say that, that abortion disproportionately affects... The that, birth rate of black children. That is statistically. I can show you those that, numbers. That is, that is statistically accurate. Show me the numbers of of how me saying that you have to vote earlier or later disproportionately affects somebody who's show black. Show it to me. Show it to me. But see, we know better than that. Show me the money. I love black people. We know. But hey, come on, come on. Congratulations, Jerry. You're still my agent. <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> show me the money. Yeah. So. That I thought that you would appreciate, I appreciate what's, what's happening with the, the NAACP and their broad overreach to mandate that people don't come to Texas teams because of politics. Yeah. You know what it's like 
It's kind of like Major League Baseball. Oh. How kind about, of like How about them Braves? How about them Braves? <laughs> Obviously we're rooting for the Astros. Hey. But but how about them? How about them Braves? How silly must must they feel right now? Because you you know what the city of Atlanta is seeing right now? Man, we'd had an all-star game. Look at all this economic viability that we could look at all these black owned business that 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 would have gotten all the benefit even more from had, we've had an all-star game there but oh wow we but instead, double up on this we move the all-star game from a place with one set of it's voting rights for MLB. to a place that has a worse set of voting rights it's a nightmare for mlb it's a nightmare but once again this goes back to my favorite word consistency, consistency. yeah let's be consistent and have well thought out conversations on these things and what it means. Just because I'm black doesn't mean that I have to support all of those three things that the NAACP, who is my self-proclaimed leader, yeah. puts out there. All right. I don't have to be in that situation. You got any more, man? You got any that bag of tricks? I might you have silly, a little, You silly rabbit? I might, I might have a little bit more. I do have a little bit more. You, you got you got some more tuning in that trombone, man. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I do. I Jeez. do. You know what else I want to talk about? All right. I want to talk about the State Department. Okay. The State Department now has put out new passports. Follow <laughs> <laughs> this. That will allow people <laughs> to not designate what their gender is. Put, put an X. On a passport. On a passport. On a document that's meant to identify people, it's allowing you to omit a pretty important identifying factor of a person. So Dan Crenshaw had the best tweet ever, by the way, when this came down. He put a picture of the new legislation that allows you to put an X down for your gender. And he goes, whew, but paraphrasing, he goes, whew, man, I sure, I sure bet those, those 300 Americans that are still in Afghanistan really care about this. So that's exactly where I was going with this. Think about that. So, <laughs> I mean, all the things that we're dealing with, all the things that we're talking about, and this is... So the zero priority. So the State Department and the Biden administration has put out that we're doing this because we want to make sure that we're fighting any type of gender inequality. Okay. I bet women in Afghanistan yeah. would have been happy if the administration had had the same stance and the State Department had had the same stance when we decided to abandon them. Amen. This is the same State Department. Amen. Sa same State Department. And once again, we get trapped in this having to be woke all of the time, which of course brings me to Dave Chappelle, who... It's one of the greatest comedy hours I've ever seen in my life. I've, I've watched it now three times. I've only watched it twice, and I need to watch it again. I've watched it three times. It is absolutely incredible. But this is a generational thing, too. This is this is a call out that Dave, that Dave Chappelle has made, yeah. and it's very similar to the call out that I make on abortion in the black community and how we think about that. It's something that we need to think about. I'm not telling anybody how to think. It's something that we need to think about, and we need to really understand 
who we're hitching our wagons to. And this is the same thing that I've always said about organized labor. Yeah, You've always heard me say this about organized labor. Somehow, organized labor has hitched themselves to the Democratic Party with black people when organized labor basically started so that they can keep black people from getting jobs. Mm-hmm. Hey, we don't have any union members who are colored colored in, in, in our in our union, so we're going to protect the jobs of a certain group of people, and we're not going to protect the jobs of, of, of another group of people. Yeah. And we're going to leave those people. But somehow over time, we've been manipulated and absorbed into a political ideology that doesn't even suit us well. In the same way that we've been manipulated and absorbed into a political ideology that prevents the growth of our own people in a population. If anybody's listening to this, this is really amazing. By the way, Rendon, you are... This is very, very good and very in-depth. Well, thank you. If anybody's listening to this, you really got to rewind it and play that back, okay? Because you this is some, you are somebody who has educated yourself and understands the ebb and flow of history. And we have people right now that are in charge that have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. We have educated people that call themselves a, political, a, a certain political party or ideology that refuse to acknowledge history. And what you've done, ranging from, from, from abortion to labor, is literally walk us through the idea that knowledge is power. Not a Twitter feed, not an Instagram post, not a Facebook, not a Facebook uh, rant, that we, as we talk, yeah, I got a rant about this. No. None of that. Pick up a book and learn history. Yes. You know, we, we talked the other day about I was telling you that I had read a biography. Oh, real quick, how many black people know that colored people is still in the name of the, of, the, of the NAACP? How many people do you think? I hope not enough because I'd hope that we would, the same way we march and go to all sorts of different things, we, that's would, a bingo. we would step up and say and that, that's a bingo. let's stop doing this, guys. That's my point. People don't even know, Rendon. Yeah. And then on the other end of that, you have this whole idea of, once again, it's an argument of consistency. Well, we keep the the colored people peace in the name to remind us of where we've come from. Okay. Well, then why are you weirded out when somebody wants to keep a barracks called um, Robert E. Lee? Robert E. Lee. Like you understand the concept, right? Like we're, we want to remember this before. is part of our history. And you want to remember, remember it. It, it. So just consistency. If we're if we're going to keep that, and I say that on both sides, just be consistent. Consistency. And once again, not not the Rendon Hunt attack on the left side of things. If you've heard me say this all the time with uh, with people who are ardently pro-life, it's like, hey, guys, if you're ardently pro-life, what are you doing to help and provide resources for these yeah. people that are having kids? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Not not a Facebook post, not like, hey, I'm for this candidate. Like, what are you doing to make sure that that 17-year-old that gets this pregnant is, this is, this has some in. resources this is, this so is that they can raise... Like, 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 what are you doing to make sure that, that we're in a position as a culture where somebody who is in a position where they don't think that they have options, you provide them with more options. What not we, just talk about it, be we, about we, it. But this is the world we live in, right? I changed my Facebook page picture black, so that means I like black people. I'm with you. What have you done? You don't even have any black friends. Like you can't even weed, right? Like, <laughs> you know. But you virtue signal, but have done nothing. 
And what I want people to do is, is to think about what are you going to do? Like, we're sitting here doing this right now because we got sick of talking about it. Yeah. So we started a podcast and I ran for office as a Republican black person. This, these are my stances. These are my beliefs. And I'm not going to sit around a sideline and I can decisively engage and then continue to bitch more to complain about it. Because if you don't get decisively engaged, then you don't get to complain about it. This is, this is why I love Twitter trolls and, and, and Facebook trolls. Because, yeah. like, the people that talk trash about you, I laugh all the time. Because I'm like, so what are you doing? Yeah. One of my St. John's classmates, I'm not going to mention his name, he's a dirtbag. He's done nothing in his life. Decides to, decides to troll me, and I, I know what he's doing. I'm like, are you serious? You're not even doing anything to help your liberal causes. You're just talking. You're just trolling. It's worthless. Yeah. It's, it's cowardice. Worthless. It's it's hiding behind an avatar and not engaging in life. And not and actually doing something about it. Figuring out how to do things. And back to the point on, on Dave Chappelle, this guy is literally refusing to be canceled right now. And he won't be either. He's, re- he's refusing to be canceled. And what's happening... He's awesome. Dave Chappelle is shining light on something that I don't think people have spent enough time thinking about and talking about. What he's shining light on is in our woke cinematic universe, we have put ourselves in a position where there are hierarchies of minorities or hierarchies of people who have been oppressed in some way, shape, or form, okay? There's hierarchies of that. And it's still in many ways and shapes and forms, and Dave Chappelle has said this many times in his comedy, it's still okay for people to demean or undermine a black person, but if you demean or undermine a gay person or a trans, then, then all of a sudden that's not okay and that's the line that we draw. Yeah. How many things have been on Netflix over the last 10 years that demean or undermine black people? Right. This is the point that he's making. Not to say that it's right or wrong, but it's something we should be thinking it's about. It's not consistent. It's 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 highly inconsistent. And so now Dave Chappelle has come up and he has said uh, on his on his Instagram, he's saying, "Look, everybody who is in that type of uh, everybody who's in this group, trans people, they've all been nothing but kind to me, and I get that. And now the message is out that I all of a sudden am not willing to hear what other people are saying. He's like, that's not true. It's not true. I'm willing to hear what you say." And I see myself in a very similar situation. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't have a problem with much of anybody. I just want to know why you think what you think, and and I'd love to have an educated conversation about it. But don't try to make me the bad guy for the sake of having contention in a war in a us versus them. Totally fair. I'm not going to be your bad guy for that. So we'll end on consistency. That's the word for the day. That's the word of the day is B, consistent. Consistent. B-E. E, consistent. And I want to give a shout out to our St. John's Mavericks versus Kincaid tonight. Go Mavs. Go win. And go Strohs. Go Strohs. Take us out. And remember, smiles are contagious, so make someone's day. God bless.